Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the next episode of Two Old Roomies. You're listening to episode four. Wow, four already. Four episodes deep, right? We're a month into this thing. And I just wanted to maybe start this episode off by giving an ode to something I'd consider a bit of a lost art. And Jordan, you may or may not agree, but I feel like as time goes on, the art of the infomercial has really changed. Oh, I love a good infomercial. Don't they just bring you back? They really do. So I just figured we could run down maybe some of our favorite infomercials, maybe go top five best um, from five to one and just, you know, long for the good old days when infomercials were our late night entertainment back before Xbox Live and back before Netflix when it got to 2 a.m. and there was legitimately nothing on TV and that was all you had. So, Jordan, what are some infomercials you remember from back in the day? I only remember one, and it was my favorite. <clears throat> so, it was a Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Already. Not even joking. My mom is never... I can never... So she'll put me up for adoption. Anyway, obviously it was it was censored, but it, like they use like the little stars, you know, to censor it. And so when I was younger, I was like, you know, I was like blown away by this. I was like, oh my goodness, this is. I need to stay up till two thirty in the morning every night. And then, so if you guys remember, like the old remotes, they had that last button on it, so it would go back to the last channel that you were on. So I would I would sit there and I'd be watching and I would hover my finger over that last button. So if I heard my parents' door open, just immediately back to Disney Channel, just right off the rip. Fair enough. Very cool. So that was your favorite infomercial. That's the only one I remember. Do you remember um, Slap Chop? No. Really? What is that? Oh, gosh. Uh, so Slap Chop, it was this thing. It's like a circular like orb it looks like a big egg basically but it had blades in it and so you could put like nuts or an onion or something and you just hit it and all the blades go down and and cut it up but oh. do you remember the shamwow guy oh yeah he was the slap chop guy too and is this before he got arrested yeah so he's doing the slap chop ad and he says in the ad he goes uh you could chop up this stuff. You can make whatever it is. He's like, you can make linguine, tortellini. And then he starts rhyming other stuff. He's like, bikini. Like, nothing. none of the stuff is food that he says. He's like, you can make linguine, tortellini, <laughs> bikini, zucchini. Like, he just starts rhyming. And then he is like, he's chopping, like, peanuts. He's like, an uh, ice cream shop, I'll charge you a dollar for these. And then he slaps, chops these nuts, and he goes, you're going to love my nuts. Right at the camera. No, In the infomercial. Dude. So funny. Dude, oh. I would watch that and just laugh and laugh and laugh. Like, who approved this script? He literally is up there. He's like, "You're. we're going to make America healthy again. They probably know no one actually watches them, those. So they're probably just like, yeah, dude, say whatever you want. But this guy goes, you know? you're going to love my nuts. Then looks right in the camera that's, and is slap chopping them, these nuts. That's bold. So funny. And then I, he did the ShamWow thing. And then he got in trouble for biting a, a stripper's tongue, I think it was. I thought it was a prostitute. Something like that. Either way, that guy was. Same thing. 
I mean, that's hilarious. And his last name was Offer. A-O-F-F-E-R. Born for infomercials. Oh, yeah. Like, what was his first name? Vince Offer. Vince Offer. That's like a superhero name, but for infomercial guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for him. Um, Billy Mays, OxyClean. Did you ever buy OxyClean off those commercials? Or do you remember Billy Mays? But wait, there's more. Wasn't Billy Mays a baseball player? That's Willie Mays. There's a Billy and a Willie Mays? You don't know Billy Mays? No. He had the beard and he wore a blue button-down shirt every time. Is that the art of painting guy? <laughs> no. Who was that? That's Bob Ross. Bob Ross. What a legend. Honestly, R.I.P. Bob oh. Ross. But no, Billy Mays, um, it was so sad. Is Billy Mays alive? No, he passed away. Oh, man. Um, Rip, brother. When we were in high school. But I was a big fan of his because he had on Discovery Channel this show called Pitchman. It was him and uh, Anthony, the other the British guy who pitches stuff. It was like a reality kind of behind the scenes show about being a doc or a infomercial guy. Okay, I was so into it. It's like my favorite show. And then he passed away while they were making the show, and I just was like, I mean, I probably cried more at like the tribute episode that they did for billy mays than i've ever cried about anyone dying besides a family member really i was shook what about like did you cry during the girls gone wild infomercials yeah yeah <laughs> uh, every time <laughs> uh i was just shocked that when i found out that girls don't have stars on their boobies in real life yeah I thought Wait, that's so what you've, they look you've like. seen a pair i mean <laughs> no but somebody told me that they didn't have the stars I mean, how was I supposed to know? Oh. It's late, too. So you're, like, kind of groggy. You're like, oh, wow. Girls have stars for nipples. Like, <laughs> and then you're, you're just asleep. So, But, yeah, I oh, want to just man. say rest in peace to uh, Billy Mays because, you know, he brought a lot of fun to people's lives with those infomercials. It was always, oh, for 1999. Oh, I do remember and that guy. He had, he, like, the slicked hair. Dude, like, his hair and his beard clean. looked painted on. Yeah, he was, oh, man. That guy was a real He was one. cool. And but it was always like he would read you the deal, like oh you could get two of these, dude. Really, you're gonna vape on camera? But he would always have like the deal, and he would be like, "But wait, there's more." And then it would be like you could order within the next five minutes, and you'll get like an extra like laundry detergent like thing an, from Oxy. Extra flashlight. Yes. Two just, for one special. I'm talking about Billy Mays here. He um, didn't sell flashlights? No. But you want to know something <laughs> funny? The wrong guy. Uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, like his first sponsor he ever had was Fleshlight. You're lying. I'm being serious. What a champion. I know. But yeah, Billy Mays, uh, the OxyClean. You've seen Flex Seal, the tape? No. Oh my gosh. They're like, it's this waterproof tape and it's supposed to like seal out everything. They have a tank of water with a giant hole just gushing water. And the guy just slams the tape into it and it fixes it. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, they probably shot that in reverse and had him pull the tape off. And then they like cut a canoe in half and he tapes it back together. And then it shows him canoeing. Oh, no. I'm like, no, dude. dude, none of this is real. Wait, so speaking of Joe Rogan, how does our podcast rank with his? Like, how does it stand up? against his his is probably the top one or two podcasts on the internet we're, we're probably we're the, like third third from the bottom you no no uh, 
Yeah. We're third place. So his episodes are like three hours we're, long. We're bowling for bronze. Ours are one, and he has guests. You can't have a three. No one wants to listen to three hours. You're right. That's why his is doing so badly. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's the thing is, we're idiots. He has like real people on that people care about. So, well, we're gonna have some guests when he has. Yeah, but when he has a three-hour episode and it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, like Neil deGrasse Tyson could go for ten hours, and who, you would probably. Who is that? Um, he's a physicist and he knows all the space stuff. He's he's in a meme. You know the guy that's like, oh, we got a badass over here. Mm. That's that guy. That's that guy. Ah, but he's. Before the meme, he was at, he actually is really smart. He has like TV shows where he explains like the cosmos and stuff. Um, so he's a smart dude. But yeah, we have no one on our podcast we're, yet. We're about to have AP Harris. We're about to have Michael Tyrell. Some he- real heavy hitters oh, on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> uh, my time, mom, big time guest. We're yeah, still, your mom's gonna try to. We're gonna have my mom on here. Try to say something funny. <clears throat> I mean, I'll have your mom on just so she can roast you. We're gonna have Adam's girlfriend too. Uh, yeah, she could tell us about like star signs. And um, oh, I was joking. I didn't think you were actually gonna go for that. Okay, I mean, I would have her on just to debate whether or not astrology is real. She's gonna start screaming though. Yeah, we'll have your wife on too, and we'll just debate astrology. Oh, no, come on, that'd be funny. They don't like know anything though, you know. All right, again, you can say that again. Educated like us. You can you can start that sentence over if you right, want. Right, I can read. I'll give that, you a yeah. mulligan. <laughs> well, Here's a mulligan. We'll edit that out. No, we won't. You can have a mulligan. Also, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. These sunglasses on your head. What are you doing with upside down sunglasses, barely covering your eyes? It's like. Is it bright? In they're kind of like those reading glasses, you know, like where there's it only magnifies on the bottom. Okay. So then the old ladies can like move their eyeballs down to read. So if it's too bright in here, I could just shift my eyeballs up and then be good. And then if not, I can just normal, you know, normal lighting. So I'm going to ask you to take them off just once. And if you don't um, want to, you don't have to. But mm, I think I, it would be smart. I'm, gonna I'm just going to ask once. I'm going to keep them on. All right. You can keep them on. Um, so my mom and stepdad, I don't know if this is anyone else's experience but every time we go to a restaurant now they look at the menu like this and they pull out their phones and use the flashlight on their phones to oh, no. to brighten up the menu when when do when old they... people's visions when does it start going right now i think for them really they have to like we went to the melting pot which we could talk about how the melting pot is subpar on another part of this episode i've never been um, but yeah, they're, they're like, Oh, it's so dark in here. I'm, I don't even read the menu at restaurants. I just look at it and I look at one item and I go, I'll eat that. They have to read it all. Like it's a book and they're using a flashlight. Oh, indoors. don't bring them to the cheesecake factory then. Cause oh, their no. menu's a Bible. Well, they have their favorites there, but that's besides the point. But anyway, so the melting pot, they keep it pretty dark in there. I think it's so you don't really read the price of the food. Is the price really small so i'm gonna tell you what happens when you go there Mm -hmm. the main course is it's an appetizer no worse my friend oh wow so when you order at the melting pot you pick what you want they bring you raw meat on a plate i don't like raw meat they bring you broth 
or oil in a pot that's hot and they put it on a burner and it has they give you vegetables to dump in the meat is not marinated it's not seasoned you're boiling it and then you take it out and you eat it so what you're cooking feels cool while you're doing it but if you were to lay it all out and just make a dish out of it you would have boiled white chicken okay you would have boiled steak which is not my preferred way to cook a steak you would have boiled vegetables and you would have a a bowl of of vegetable broth or chicken broth and then that's it so basically mm-hmm. imagine if i was like jordan i'm gonna cook dinner for you and then you said and wait you just and you said you don't know how to cook and I said, oh, yeah. And you said, yes, oh, I do. Don't worry. I have this bath water. I have this pot can... of vegetable soup. So basically imagine if I if I said you have to cook steak, but you have to cook it in bath water in vegetable soup. And you would say, wait, do you mean that you are going to cook me steak and vegetable soup? Because that sounds like a nice dish. And I said, no, no, no. You have to cook your steak in vegetable soup. And then I brought you over the bill and it was $46. <laughs> Yeah, not worth. No, not worth it at all. So um, yeah, I'm just I gonna could say go that to Taco Bell and you know how much food I can buy at Taco Bell with forty six dollars. Tell me how much. I have no idea, but it's a lot, a lot of food, I, and it's good. I just don't understand the appeal of cooking steak in floating in soup. Like, I should open my own fondue restaurant. The cheese appetizer is good. <laughs> Here's right. Adam likes to take baths, everyone, and read Reddit while he's in the tub. I do that. So you're not gonna. Hey, first you of all, do, you're not gonna embarrass me for this. I'm not hating on you because I'm proud of it. Baths are nice. I'm proud of what I've yes, done, okay. and I'm proud of what I will continue to do. Okay, that's perfect. But what go I'm, ahead. I'm pitching go ahead you an hate, idea. Hate, you can on it. take a bath, and then once you're done, you could shovel all that bath water into a big container, and people can cook their steaks in your bath ball water. I'm gonna say this: the melting pot is better food than that. Really? <laughs> but it, it comes from the same place in the brain. Okay. Like, okay. It's a pretty similar idea. I'm just saying, like, you can go there, and they have a happy hour where it's wine and then the melty cheese with the bread. And if you just do that, that's fine. But why would you buy a filet mignon to cook it in a pot of water that had vegetables yeah, no, in the water? I don't know, man. I wouldn't do it. Because the, the whole <clears throat> thing about meat, is you want to brown it. You want to get some char on there. Like, that's where the flavor comes from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched, like, Good Eats. The Malliard reaction is when meat starts to burn a little, the flavor is unlocked, right? Oh, what a wise sage. It's like browning. Like, even if you make soup, you're supposed to, like, brown the meat first in a pot before you put it in the soup. Uh-huh. The melting pot, it's they don't do hot, any of that. It's hot they garbage. literally bring you a sliced-up steak. And it, you just put it just, in the wetness. You're just eating butt soup at that point. So pa- hard pass Okay. on that. Also, there's a, a hot pot place around here. And that what that is, is it's the melting pot, except the people that work there were born in Asia. And that oh, is not much better. I am half Asian. Right. So you could start a hot pot place, which is literally... Would the they mo- hire me? I was born in Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah, they would. Okay. And, dude, something funny that happened, too. We went to this Korean barbecue place the other day, and I wasn't that hungry, so I just ordered, like, a side of vegetables, and the lady that worked there was like, no, you don't want that. And I was like, oh. Uh, if I an employee like, warns you about no. something on the menu, 
you don't do it. No, she said that's not enough food for one person. And I was like, oh, I just ate like an hour ago. So I, I'll just get the vegetables and just grill them up and I'll be fine. She goes, no, 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 don't get that. Don't get that. You won't want it. You won't like it. She goes, get the bibimbap. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, just tr- trust me. I'm I'm me. So I'll order my food. And then you can. You know yourself a little better than she you does. You can go make bibimbap for you. And then you can eat it after your shift is over. And you guys And then we'll together. both have what I want, what we wanted. And then she goes, no, no, no I'm. I'm not going to bring you that. I'll bring you the bibimbap. And she brought me the okay. bibimbap. Okay. <laughs> and guess what I did? I ate the vegetables on the top, and I gave the rice to someone else. Ah. And I paid four more dollars for it. Wow. She's a, that's a good salesman. It was, impo- uh, no, that wasn't a sale. She hustled It was you. forced upon me. Yeah, it was a problem. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. She played you, dude. And then I, so we invited Dean to that d- meal. And then he goes on Twitter and goes, I'm just going to say it in all caps. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. He screams in all caps. Korean barbecue is overrated. And I'm uh, like, it sounds like he's a racist. Well, he was probably right. But I'm like, why didn't you just confront me per- on a personal level instead of taking our business to the internet? Right. So that happened. But I kind of agree with him. Korean barbecue is overrated because... Okay. Adam's a racist. Confirmed. Cooking your own meat is fine at a restaurant, but they need to do something with it. Melting pot's the worst example. They're bringing you pink raw chicken <laughs> with no seasoning on it. With an extra side of salmonella. Right. But at I don't least Korean salmon, barbecue, so they're fine. putting some sauce on it first. Yeah, yeah. But tell me the difference between the melting pot and a deli. A butcher. What's the difference? Nothing. Except the butcher lets you cook it a good way. Okay. So, yeah, don't go to the melting pot. Go to Korean barbecue, but tell well, the I'll lady tell you, what. Tell the lady you want to order. So, Adam brought me back to going, you know, tying back in with episode one. Adam brought me to this hipster restaurant, Asian restaurant, where uh, you cook. The one on yeah. out by Universal? Yeah. So, there's like, you have a, there's a grill in the middle of the table. And you cook your own food. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go pay for someone to bring me a piece of meat so I can cook it myself. That's why I'm paying some nice man back in the in the kitchen to cook it for me. You don't want to see it. Either one. You don't want to see it either. It's not you that just I want them to bring it, it out I from just, behind I don't want to do it, you know? See, I have a problem with, like, hibachi restaurants or restaurants with an open kitchen because part of the – joy of a restaurant is the mystery when whenever i go to like kobe steakhouse and they're cooking in front of me (laughs) you want that mystery meat well here's the thing i'm watching the guy do it and the whole time all i'm thinking is i can do that i can do that you can flip all the knives around i don't taste that he he's throwing shrimp tails into his hat that's amazing. I have you ever seen him throw a shrimp in between a woman's cleavage? I have seen that, and I feel like you can't do that anymore That's because of impressive. the era that we're in. But I'm just saying, they're doing. I don't like shrimp, but I'll eat that one. They're doing tricks. No, they're doing tricks with knives, which is cool. The food does not taste better because of it. And then I'm watching them make the food, and I'm like, I could do that at home. I can do that at home. I can do that at home. And then you get the bill. which is fine like you got to make your money i'll do it at home but when i go to a restaurant and the kitchen is closed off and i order and then 
I get lost in conversation. They bring me a beautiful dish. I go, wow. I wonder who's back there, who's doing that. That's amazing. You want to see? You're, I don't want to see. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, you don't want to see, you know, your boy back there smoking a cigarette while he's cooking up your food, right? You know, because you know, like in my head, it's Emeril Lagasse back there, and he's going yeah, bam, he's slaying it, bam, bam, and he's making the food. But really, they're probably microwaving everything that you order. Uh huh. I don't want to know that. I want to pay twenty six bucks for some dish, and I want it to come out looking beautiful. <laughs> Microwaved or not. I mean, here's the other thing. Hibachi, <sighs> the tricks they're doing are cool, but then you're kind of like, nah, not really. Because like they'll they'll take an egg, they'll roll it, and then they go, huh, Japanese egg roll. And people that are there with you will laugh like they're at a stand-up comedy show. They'll, they'll be crying laughing. Yes. They'll say butterfly, and they'll throw butter across the table, and it lands and starts melting. And all I'm thinking is cholesterol. I'm, That's not funny. I'm partial to the onion volcano. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I do love a good onion volcano. You ever been to a bonfire? I have, yeah. Same same thing. But it's not made of onions. Imagine if they had to evacuate the restaurant because the onion volcano went Just too hard and like... Set the place ablaze. I mean, that would be kind of like poetic justice in a way, though. Like yeah. we use the onion volcano for entertainment and it finally gets its revenge mm -hmm. on the people. Right, right. But I don't know. Hibachi. I saw someone, a great philosopher once say Waffle House is technically Hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, that gave me a good hearty chuckle. But I'll say this much. I would go to Waffle House if I wanted to get chlamydia. I'll say this. <laughs> You're not going to get it from eating the food. You never know. Um, I'll say this much. I avoided Waffle House for a long time because my mom just told me that we don't eat there. It's not that good. <laughs> not... <laughs> we oh. don't eat there. No, she didn't say it like that. She was just like, oh, I don't really like Waffle House that much. Like, we'd go to Cracker Barrel. We would go to, you know, Perkins, oh, which is Cracker the difference between Perkins and Denny's and IHOP is, I don't know, but we were a Perkins family. So that was it. Um, but yeah, so I finally go to Waffle House, open kitchen. You could see right into it. I was amazed at how clean it was. I was like, why? Is it? it was, a, maybe I found a good Waffle House, but this place was beautiful. And the man back there was cooking with such care. Okay. First of all, why are you vaping in here? <laughs> uh, the man was cooking with such care and I was actually surprised. Like that was one place where I watched someone cook the meal and the bill's like six bucks. I'm like, okay. I actually respect that. I back it. But then you, I, I fucks with this heavy. But then you go to Kobe, and they do the same thing. It's just the grills built into the table, and suddenly eight hundred sixty-five bucks. Yeah, but that's eight hundred sixty-five bucks well spent. Have you ever been to Buca de Beppo? No. Oh my god, dude! They're trying to kill you. When you order spaghetti, is there, that like Texas Day Brazil? No. Okay. Have you ever been to Gander Mountain? Yes. The, the gun place? Yeah. Well, oh, they have yeah. canoes, right? Okay. So imagine if you bought a canoe from Gander Mountain, but it was filled with spaghetti and meatballs, right? And it was $9. That's what they do at Buga de Beppo. Like, they're trying to poison you and make you die in the restaurant so they can sell your body for science. And it's not can, a it's not a food restaurant. Harvest your kidneys for the black market. Right. That's how they make their money because you go there and you literally sit down and I wish I was kidding. 
they actually one time were out of bowls when I went there, right? Yeah. And you know, sometimes like you, the restaurant staff will say stuff where you're like, I don't know if they should be saying this so loud or like you kind of hear it in passing. You're like, ooh, wish they didn't say that, right? I literally hear from the kitchen, hey, yo, Vin, hey, yo, Vinny, we're out of bowls. And the guy goes, hey, uh, go to Ganda Mountain and get some canoes. Like it's, it, we'll have to do it, right? <laughs> so, so I order my food, right? I'm telling you a story. Please don't laugh. They bring me, please, please. I'm trying to tell a story. They bring me my spaghetti and meatballs in a canoe, right? And then I say, sir, this is a, this, do you clean it? Oh, no, this is a bowl. They tried to pretend that it wasn't a canoe from the store. It I don't know a, if I believe this. It, it had a price tag on it, and it said canoe, fiberglass. And I said, sir, you can't, is, is this like uh, the, the health inspector approving this? He said, oh, this is a bowl. I don't know what you're talking about. This is our normal serving. Why are you laughing? This is a real story. Right. So so anyway, I had to go to the hospital because I ate so much spaghetti. And oh. the, the doctor had to literally pump my stomach. He said, you filled your stomach completely with spaghetti. There was no room for any enzymes or stomach acid anymore. It was a complete, it was all spaghetti. A complete sphere of spaghetti. Was that in happens there. to me every day. Right. So I don't know why you're laughing at that story. It's not funny. But, you know, they. I overheard them say, go get a canoe. And then the server was lying and denying the whole thing. Did they make money on the sale after buying the canoe to use it as a bowl? Oh, they sold my kidneys after. So that. you have zero. I, had, I have one kidney. One. Okay. They probably got 40 to 50 grand for that kidney. So, okay. I mean. That's a good return. The margins are good. That's, but... that's a very good return on your investment. Mm -hmm. So I, I respect it. So it's just if you go to Buca de Beppo, like bring uh, an IV or some kind of smelling salts mm -hmm. so you don't pass mm -hmm. out because okay. the carbs are insane. Like a, like a, the fettuccine Alfredo from there, the noodles are so thick you can only eat one at a time. They're like fruit by the foot. Wow. It's insane. So don't – I mean go there if you want at your own risk, but you might wake up in a ice bath with one kidney. <laughs> or zero, <laughs> or depending if you're really unlucky. Yeah, if you got nice kidneys. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, it's a good restaurant, I guess, other than that. Okay. The canoe, I, it was weird though, because I said, can I keep this uh, canoe? And he goes, sir, that's a bowl. And I said, can I keep the bowl? And he said, no, we need it for the restaurant business. Okay. So. Oh, I want to go back to, remember we were talking about when people's eyesight starts going bad? Yeah. So I always ask my mom and my dad about it because they both have terrible vision, like bad, dude. And I don't need glasses like i've never except these sunglasses to block all the haters but so i i asked my mom like like i don't or i told her i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna need glasses and she's like oh me and your dad thought the same thing and then our i was reading in the dark and blah 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 and then i'm like yeah but when did your eyesight start going bad and she was like oh i think i was like 19 <laughs> and i'm like i'm about to be 27 and i have 2015 vision right so i'm like i don't do you think I'll ever need glasses? Because I, I don't really want them. You would look good with glasses, though. No, I know. It would be like that lumberjack hipster kind of right. thing. Like, you could get some Wayfarers. Right. I like don't the mind. 3D glasses. I, see, I would, like, if someone told me to wear these fake non-prescription Wayfarer-looking glasses just because to, ma like, complete the look, I'd be like, all right. But I don't want to depend on glasses. You know, I don't want to need glasses. You ever know someone where they have really bad eyesight 
to where their eyes look humongous when they wear glasses. Yes, dude. But then you get used to it. And so and then they take them and then off they take and they them look off like and a freak. They look like SpongeBob when his eyes get tiny. Yeah, yeah. And and like Larry or Pinhead Larry mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh man, there was this kid we went to high school with that did that and I never saw him with his glasses off uh until one day he finally did and I could not believe how small his eyes looked compared to his normal everyday. <laughs> and I'll never forget you that. You just think like he's supposed to look like a bug. Yeah. Like he's supposed to just be this this big eyed looking ass but the the right pair of glasses can elevate your look to an extreme level like dudes who are on extreme makeover like straight ugly dudes they just give them glasses and then they'll win the bachelorette like the next day yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm. some dudes just that takes that look up to the next level i don't really know like me with these upside down ray-ban wafers yeah so i know i said i was only going to ask you once but um, mm. I'm going to ask you just one more time. I I can't. I can't just, do it. You said you're 27? About to be. You're about to be 27. Right. So I'm just going to ask you one more time. Why are your glasses upside down? And can you just take them off? You know, I think, I think this would be an opportune time to post that picture of you on Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney <laughs> with your glasses upside down. All right. I'll, I'll we're try gonna, to acquire We're going to put that. that in. So. If you're I'll not do, if I'll, you're not watching the video, watch the video right now. I'll do it if you take them off. Just take them off. It'll be it'll be okay. Just show the people your peepers, you All know. Right. Well, thank you for doing that. So you got to do it. All right, I'll do it. I'll figure it out. I mean, this episode we so I'm going to be out of town for like a long time, so we're kind of backlogging episodes. So this one I have 3 weeks or 2 weeks to find that picture. Oh man. So I'm doing good. This well, this is like this has been a crazy work week. This is I've been here for three hours already. Yeah, we're on our third podcast in a row, and I'm exhausted. Captain's log podcast number three. I'm beat. This I'm guy's, ready to go. This guy's out of ideas, but I'll just keep rolling. Oh, okay, wait. Here we go. Let's. Um, when do dads feel like it's necessary to start wearing the white and navy blue New Balances? And like, when do dads find it necessary to start tucking in every shirt? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like no matter how old I get, I would never buy a pair of those New Balances. But we'll see. In in like 10 years, if we're still doing this podcast, and if I end up buying a pair, I'll I'll make sure to to tell you. So here's my thought. Um, my step-grandpa is – that's such a funny thing to say. Step-grandpa. My step-grandpa. My step-gramps. Um, He's in his 60s, 70s, something like that. 70s, probably. Is he Late still 70s. wearing bands? No. So this guy will not stop playing. Dude, are you really vaping on camera right now? This guy will not stop playing like intramural sports. And he is old. So he's on a softball team. He's on a racket league, a racquetball league. He has gotten his shoulders operated on so many times just since I met him a couple of years ago, but he refuses to get a new hobby. Like he's literally playing like center field in this league and he's getting his knees like chopped off and put back in with metal knees will not quit. So he has to wear those new balances because they're the only shoes comfortable enough for him with his metal knees. Right. And he's, he's, to the point he's old enough to the point where i would be like okay that's fine 
You right, know? but what? So if but someone's a 30, young dad, if they're thirty and their kid's three, yeah. Hey, okay, here's the thing: if you're running the grill at the Fourth of July, you're on your feet. Like when people work at a restaurant, they wear lame shoes because they need anti-slip. Yeah, they need comfortable shoes. If you're running the grill the Fourth of July, six hours, you need those. You need those, those non-slips, but you don't want to wear black because summer. So that's when you buy those New Balances. When you're the grill master, really, that's when it is. I really think so. And then you're tucking in the shirt, right? Because you don't want your shirt flapping around while you're grilling. It all kind of so ties in is, with that. Yeah, it's just it's a it like everything hits you at once, kind of. Well, there's the one Fourth of July where your feet hurt. You're like, I can't wear flip flops doing this, right? So maybe you buy like some fishing shoes or some. What about like a nice pair of off whites? Right. Uh, yeah, some nice pair of off whites for manning the grill. Some nine hundred dollar <laughs> Nike collabs, yeah. and then you go, okay, you know what? Next year, I'm gonna do better, and that's when you maybe start investing in some more shoes that are like comfortable, ergonomic. <clears throat> but can they not? We're at a point in the world where technology has it's just improved so much. It's you know. You can have a robot wipe your butt. You can your car can drive you. Excuse me. While you're in the <laughs> you back have seat, a robot that wipes your butt. Uh, it's got to be out there. It's out. But there. are we not at the point in technology where we can make a comfortable shoe look cool? Well, here's the problem with that. Part of the comfort is letting go of the looks. You have to accept. Hey, comfort is a priority. You have the peace of mind that comes with that, and then you can truly embrace the comfort. Because the best-looking shoe might be like a desert boot or maybe like a little high-top action, right? Or maybe something kind of slim. So you're not... Or my Gucci slides. So you're not going to be mentally in the space to get as comfortable. You have to let go of the material world, and that's where the true comfort comes from. To really just... To embrace the comfort to embrace the new balance see new balance is killing me with because i'm on facebook and i and their ads are so funny like they'll have a picture of like the most dad <laughs> white shoes with the in on them and the caption will be like your day just got better shop our new collection now and the comments are just like hundreds of people like lmao the grill master 3000 or oh, like yeah. who knew my grandpa's shoes were gonna be on my facebook today and then um at least they're embracing it though oh it's so funny i respect it it kind of makes me want to buy them but then you know Kawhi leonard like they won the nba finals and he had that thing like i'm a fun guy you saw that interview no oh my god i don't even know Kawhi leonard is. he's the best player on the raptors and they just won the finals oh yeah but he's like a boring kind of dude like he doesn't he doesn't have like a big media image so they sit him down and literally he go they're like what are some things you like enjoy about your personal life and tell us about that. And he goes, I'm a fun guy. Uh, I don't know. He's a fun guy? Fun like guy. A, like a fungus? Like, that's what he said. He literally said, I'm a fun guy. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's the kind of question you, you kind of have to get to know. Ask was, me. Was he making his profile for his speed dating? Right. Like, but then. Profile? But he's a New Balance athlete. So, um, 
like they had an ad that's like fun guy mode activated and it's like and he turns into a mushroom and it's him wearing like the new balance and stuff like that it's so funny i keep wanting you to go towards like instead of like actually saying fun guy i want you to like go towards like a fungus meme right like a mushroom but you're not going there are you no I'm not okay good. but yeah you go um i'm a fun guy <laughs> you're like okay dude so fun oh hilarious fungus. you got to look that clip up man his laugh this is old news, but he literally goes like, he goes, I'm a fun guy. Uh, that's just the kind of question, you know, you have to get to know me to ask me. And he goes like, I don't even know where you're sitting at. I like totals. No, he goes, I don't even know where you're sitting at because it's a big press conference. And he goes, <laughs> no and like way, laughs dude. at his own joke. <laughs> dude, it's oh, so funny. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up right now. It's so funny, dude. Uh, should we? Yeah, we're in the middle of the potty, dude. Dude, it's so funny, and every podcast ever already reacted to it, but I don't even care. I'm gonna, I'll play the audio, so I can just, I want to get your. Are our fans gonna be able to hear this? Um, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, uh, laugh. I don't know if this is the right direction. Dude, we should be moving. I'm gonna the put potty. the mic. Here you go. It's 37 seconds. Yourself, and what would you like people to know about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the best laughs. Just so funny. I'm a fun guy. But yeah, New Balance, low-key killing it with the with the ads. So keep it up. I mean, they're embracing the meme of the grilling shoes. So I respect it. But tucking in the shirt, why do people do that? Like, I feel like every high school had a kid who would tuck in his like shirt every day, no oh, matter yeah, what, dude. just because they wanted mm-hmm. to. Who's telling them to do that? Who's telling you you have to tuck in your shirt? You're 14. Well, at ours, did you? Because like, I've I've been to two different private schools. I met Adam at one of them, and mm-hmm. then, um, but I spent the majority of my schooling years at a different one. We had to tuck our shirts in as part of the dress code. Right. So did we. The, okay. But then they would give us like casual day for a reward, and like the nerds would and still do. Some it. of these kids would like basically. I mean, our uniform was like a blue polo shirt with the school's logo, khaki shorts. Tucked in shirt, belt. Kids on casual day would end up wearing like a blue collared shirt, khaki shorts, tucked in shirt. I'm like, bro, it's casual day, not biz cash, like inner job interview day. You're wearing the uniform, but without the logo. So mm-hmm. it's like you didn't even care about casual day. Yeah, it's not even not a reward a to some of these casual kids. day fan. No. And also, can I just say how lame it is that that was how they would reward us for good behavior? Oh, you can like where you can wear your normal clothes. clothes. Literally stuff that ninety nine percent of kids get to do every day. <gasps> oh, I wish I would have gone. Like, don't get me wrong. I I met like a lot of like a lot of the teachers in my private school. You know, like I still keep in contact with a lot of them. Most of them were my friends' parents and stuff. But a part of me wishes I had that public school experience. Oh you know? yeah, like. Just bring guns to school and, like, knives Whoa. and drugs. I don't know about that. 
That's what my mom said that we had to go to private school for. She was scared. <laughs> scared of public school. Like, real scared. She's, no, she, dude. No. And oh. she was like, okay, this is what freaked us out. We went to tour the middle school in our town, and they had, like, a daycare for the the student moms and stuff. I was like, what? And my mom was like, you're not going there. Oh, they had a daycare for the students' the children. Yeah. And my mom was like, we're not going That's there. That's hardcore. I'm like, okay, mom, first of all, I'm a dude, which so one it's not the, my problem. Which one of the teachers was the dad? <laughs> first of all, put your sunglasses back on because I don't want to look at you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Dude, okay, also, I went to that private school, right? It was so far away from my house. You know how many private schools we drove by to go to the one I went to? Dude, you're telling me? Yeah, you Bro, were by the airport. Yeah, I literally had an hour journey to school. To school. See, but that's something kids that went to public school maybe don't appreciate about that private school life is like, I'll say, oh yeah, I had to drive myself to school every day and then drive half an hour back. And they go, you drove half an hour to school? Bro, I, I literally jumped. Kids will jump from their doormat to the first period See, they just do it in one leap because in i mean private schools are every five miles you know it's zoned yeah. by what neighborhood you're in they'll they'll ride a bike there because they just don't feel like walking that day yeah dude yeah i drove past so many other schools it's like the problem with being a coffee snob you know how many starbucks i drive by on the way to my favorite shop oh my favorite is starbucks so i just stopped there <laughs> yeah thanks for picking this up by the way yeah the only the only the only the only reason I'm drinking this is Jordan brought it and I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, I would have made my own coffee otherwise. Don't get the wrong idea. Not hating on anyone who likes Starbucks. Just it's my third choice. Starbucks is the best. Number one. Go ahead and tell the people what you order. I order a milkshake. Sorry, I interrupted you. A venti, you order a milkshake. A venti iced white mocha. And a, according to my wife, the white mocha is the sugariest drink they offer. So I'm just going to throw this out there. If you put that drink you buy in the blender and you blended it up and poured it in a cup and handed it to someone in the 50s, they would go, oh, I do love me a good malt. Because <laughs> that's what you're drinking. You don't like coffee. It, it's very sugary. It's no, a milkshake. I, I do. I love coffee. You like milkshakes. Let me try that coffee right now. Here we go. First challenge. First food challenge. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh, it tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to quit. Oh. So I have to switch to that. Bro, that's how we'll get people to quit cigarettes. Dude, is... that tastes disgusting. I used to smoke. Yeah, it and tastes that good. tastes awful. I mean, it's Starbucks um, uh, espresso, so a little cloudy, a where's little heavy the, on the clouds. Where's the the sugar and the cream? Jordan. It's awful. It's in Italian especial. Oh, God. Espresso does not need the sugar. Oh, the Italians don't know what they're doing. Yeah, especially not Mario and Luigi. Literally the two guys that know what they're doing the most. <laughs> dude, with the glasses, every time I look at the screen. <laughs> you told me to put them back on. Take them on, back off. Take them back off. I, I can't stop laughing. I can't keep switching. Dude, just switch. No, it's, it's fine. It'll prove, it'll prove the podcast is live and not edited. If you take them off and put them back on, you know, or they can just hear you telling me to take them off and then be like, oh, it's live. 
It's raw, uncut. That's what we're here for. Yeah. No edits, except that comment that I made earlier. <laughs> Dude, no On the edits. last video. No edits. Okay, no edits. No edits. Um, but yeah, Starbucks, this is, this is, I'm going to teach you something about espresso, Jordan. It's very important. The Italians take it very seriously. I have a buddy from Italy, right? He lives in Italy. His name is 17 names put together. His name is like Nicholas Di Sorbetto Di Lorenzo Lavascia, right? A long name. That's wow. how you know he's really Italian, okay? Every single morning, he wakes up, and the very first thing he does is he grinds espresso by hand with a crank, okay? <laughs> with a crank. <laughs> with a crank? Manually, right? What is this, 1865? Uh, I'm not done. He weighs it, right? The powder, the fine powdered espresso, which is it's important to weigh it and not measure it with like a spoon. And the reason why, listen closely, powders, you shouldn't measure them by cup or by a teaspoon because powders get air in them. They can be compressed. They can expand, right? One ounce of espresso is always one ounce, but one teaspoon could be an ounce or it could be 1.4 ounces. You never know, right? So anyway. So we're going with the old grams. You you we're weigh it. it. You weigh it, right? Mm-hmm. It's very important. I hope you're listening. I'm listening. You put it in the mocha pot, right? You use cold, fresh, pure water in there to boil. Not bath water. You do not start not Adam's with ball warm bath water. water. Right. This isn't melting pot. This is important <laughs> stuff, right? And then you want to get that espresso going on the stove. You want to get people, it boiling, dude, right? Come on. And then you it's just coffee, pour bro. it. And you just drink it straight up. If you put sh- sh- anything more than a thimble of sugar in there, you are insulting Italian heritage. Oh, no. Okay? And the reason is this. You want to be able to really taste that roasted bean, okay? Some guy named Giuseppe did not stand there and roast the beans so you can put it in a milkshake. <laughs> Giuseppe Starbucks is not Giuseppe in there roasting Starbucks. beans so that you can put it in your milkshake. I mean, it's okay that you're doing it. You're still a goodish person you're an okay person but i'm just saying respect the craft a little bit i'm saying if somebody took the time i respect it to make a root beer by hand the first thing you would do is drink it from the fridge the first thing you wouldn't do is scoop some bluebell ice cream into it make a root beer float let the ice cream melt let it sit by the pool and then throw it in the garbage which is what you're doing when you drink a starbucks milkshake starbucks is uh, no i'm not gonna let you lecture me on my coffee choices tell me what's wrong with this taste it again and tell me what's wrong with it i want the pure unfiltered words it's it's very bitter okay you say that first of all thank you is what giuseppe would say because it's supposed to be bitter um it's it's just it's gross, dude. It just tastes like butt soup. All right, I'm gonna give a real review. It tastes of this. like your ball water. Oh, you just spelled it. Oh, I didn't spill it. We're safe. Starbucks iced americano, a little cloudy for my taste, a little bitter. I'm gonna give it a solid six though, and I'll say this much, Jordan. Adam, we are rambling on the coffee. When We've you learn, about coffee before. when you learn, when you learn to appreciate. A good bean, a good roast, then we can really start our friendship. His passion about these beans is astounding. Right now, we're acquaintances. We're podcast co-hosts, okay? Yeah. I That's mean, we've fine. known each other for 10 years. That's 
Yeah, that's all good and well. You know who okay. else I've known for 10 years? Principals of schools I went to. Um, my weird neighbors. Known them for 10 years, right? Okay. So th- time doesn't always mean closeness. I'm just saying, when you can appreciate a good bean, and I really see that third eye open up, that coffee eye, that brown eye of yours, when I see that brown eye open up. That whispering eye. <laughs> that whispering brown <laughs> eye. That, that brown balloon <laughs> knot. When I see that brown coffee bean eye just open up, right? And just accept whatever's And just accept about what's to... coming, right? And I see that look in your face when you truly appreciate a good bean. And there's no innuendo in this. I'm saying this from a purely coffee perspective. Oh, man. If you can open that brown eye of yours and really accept what's coming to you, which is a nice bitter taste, just straight to the palate, okay? Then we can have a real conversation as peers, as people on the same level. Right, okay, we, we got to tone the coffee down a little bit. All right, I'm just All I'm right, sorry I got that I got passionate. I'm sorry about the passion. No, it's no, just it's important fine. to me. I appreciate it. It's just important. It. Yeah, I want. I've had too much coffee today. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. You have a question for me. So, have you ever noticed how females in America either have one of two middle names? It's either Marie or Anne. Catherine also throw it in there. Catherine. Catherine? All right, Top that's three. a loose third. Top three, but it's ninety nine percent. So I think when a mother is birthing of a female infant right out of her vagine Ooh. into the world. Wow. Family this, podcast, as I said. This doc you were just talking about my brown eye. So that was pure coffee. <clears throat> so the doctor's pulling it out, you know, and then he's like all right, you have one of two choices for her middle name. Would you like Marie or Anne? Sometimes they get bold thing? and they speak up and say, "We'll take Kate." And then he or goes, Catherine. and then he goes, "No, no, no, that's not an option. <laughs> you get Marie or Anne." They say, "We were thinking Elizabeth," and then they say, "It's Anne or Marie, right?" Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm sorry, that is not on." the list of options so have you ever been to a place where they make poke and they give you check boxes like do you want brown rice white rice whatever <laughs> you're saying they hand you that with the baby and it's got and it says 50 middle first name. names yeah, middle yeah. name just three two to three so for millennials the first names now are like north uh <laughs> stormy um Sp- sprayden yeah just names um, that end in sub- d-e-n sub-zero <laughs> <laughs> Absidy, uh, ABCDE, uh, Master out. Chief, yeah. um, Aladdin. It's bad. But then it's like Aladdin and then, Kate. And then so then that's the list of first names. And then the middle name, it's like Marie or Anne for female babies. So, so Sue Ann's middle name's Catherine. Is I it? hope. I hope that's what it is. Because we're on a podcast. Oh, um we're treading dangerous waters. You said which two did you say? Kate and Anne? No, no, Marie. Or, Marie or Anne. Anne. So all the girls I know, all of them, all thirty. Their middle names are Kate or Catherine, Anne, Elizabeth, or Marie. Those are the only four that I can think of at all. And 99% of them are Marie. Yeah. Okay. And so for the Marie ones, have you noticed on Facebook, they don't put their real last name on their on their Facebook name. It's it's always blah, 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 Marie. Emily Marie. Emily Marie. It's like, first of all, you Caitlin have a last Marie. name, use it. Yeah. You're not different. From all the other Emily Marie's, there's a hundred of you yeah. in my friends. It's impossible list. to find the right one you when know? you're trying to stock them. If if someone, Jordan? no, if someone was like, 
Oh yeah, add me on Facebook. My name's Emily Marie. Good fucking luck. You dude. better have fifty mutual friends, or I'll never find exactly. you. Exactly. No, I agree. And the other thing that weirds me out about girls and their middle names is they always say, "Uh, guess my middle name," and you go Marie, and they go, "Oh, how'd you know?" Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. it's everyone's middle name. Yeah. It's all Marie. I'm pretty sure my wife asked me that. She was like, "Wait, oh, is her middle name Marie?" No. It's, she goes, "What's get take a guess what my middle name is?" And I go, "Huh? Let me see. You look like an Anne." And she's like, "How did you know?" And I was like, "It's a fifty percent chance. <laughs> I just I just rolled the dice." Does she know probability? You know? Yeah, it's exactly. Crazy. And here's my thing, though. Do anything else. Name them anything else, and let's see what happens. Just toss it out there. Like, try a different middle name and see where it takes you. Yeah. But it's it's just weird, too, to me, because girls will do that whole name thing on Facebook, and then they'll post something. And, like, I have two Tessa Marie's in my friends list, and neither one of them, oh, that's well. their last name. And then I'm like, okay, which one of you is this? Now it I have to is, load your profile. Is Joey's wife going to listen to this and be upset? Uh, well, now she is. You, we didn't know if that was it or not. She, she, I don't know. Why do girls go by their middle name as their last name? Can we can we ask a girl that? When this podcast drops, Ladies. just comment on the video and just let us know. Let us know why your Facebook just hit name us is with that. some knowledge. I'm gonna guess it's because they don't want creepy dudes finding them. I mean, yeah, that's true. But... Also, sorority girls, when they're in charge of the p- p- whatever, pledge pledging, I don't know, whatever, anything to do with that, paying for your friends, sorority thing, they have to change their Facebook name so that they can't find it because they don't want to judge them based on their social network. So they all go private and change their names. So that's, that might be part stupid. of it. Yeah, I know. But whatever. If If you're buying your friends at college, guess what? Tons of free friends there. Just look around. Look around you. You'll find them. But you could pay for some if you want. That's cool, too. Like, if you got mm-hmm. the money to yeah. spare, then do it. But, yeah. Girls only have two middle names. So that's a fact. We're creeping up on oh, an hour. Weird. So, we pretty much cruised through this one. Yeah, this one went by quick. This one went by good. This one was rolling. But, yeah. Girls well, only spent have... spent 45 minutes talking about beans. Dude. F- First of all, uh, no, 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 okay, I'm sorry. It's important. All right, thank you. Guys. And we need to appreciate Italian tradition. I want to thank all of our sponsor. Uh, we have one subscriber at the moment, um, and then the other five are our friends, our friends, and or me. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys all for the support and all the love. We appreciate it, and we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys for coming. Peace. <laughs>